Tonight, we just hope that we would lift your name higher. Father, tonight as we open up your word, I pray that we would search our hearts. Father, you would challenge us tonight, that we would really ask ourselves, do we have a relationship with you? And I just thank you and I praise you for all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Last week, we continued on talking about not being a fan of Christ. And we want to, tonight we want to take that even a step further and ask ourselves this. Do we have religion or do we have relationship? But before we look into that, we need to understand the definitions of these words. And I, wanna, I want you to put it like this. If you have a pen or if you take notes, um, I don't have them up there. But I want us to first of all look at religion. And religion can be defined this way. Religion is man's attempt to get to God. Let me re repeat that. Religion is man's attempt to get to God. Relationship is God coming to man. Relationship is God coming to man. You see, we need to recognize today that there are a lot of people who are in church today who just have a religion. There are some of us in this room that only have a religion. Because we think we can earn our way to God. We think we can earn favor with God. Now, some of you probably are thinking, well, ain't I supposed to do good things? Yes, you are. We are supposed to come to church. We are supposed to try to, to live a life that's pleasing to God. They, they are things that we do, but that is not what saves us. Coming to church never saved anybody. You see, that's what sometimes we try to do. And there is a religion that does teach you can work for this salvation. I'm here tonight to tell you that salvation is a free gift. But it did cost Jesus to die on the cross for us. And that is all that we needed. But we have to recognize, just as we sang, that He did not stay dead. He is alive. So tonight we want to look at religion versus relationship. So I want to just, first of all, look at a passage of scripture in Matthew chapter 15. And let me just say this. We have, like I said, we have a lot of religious people in the Bahamas. Let me just put it this way. The Bahamas is very religious. You talk to almost anybody in the street, I could tell you something. They'll probably say they're Christian. You talk to anyone, you talk to a politician, I mean, honestly, you think of all the different activities that we have wherever we go. We always get up. You know what used to crack me up? I don't know if last year, it's been a year now, since the whole rallies and everything for politics. But you know what used to crack me up about rallies? They would pray before the rallies start. Then, whether it was having an MPLP, they would just talk about the other party right after that. You know, it's like, okay, we're going to pray, we're going to bless this time together, but we could just talk about the people in the other party. That's what, what happens. We are very religious. We'll even get some gospel singers to come there and sing some gospel songs. You know, that's all we need. That's God's presence there. But let me just say this. This isn't just this something that's happening now. This happened in Jesus' time. There were religious people that even questioned Jesus and his disciples. And that's what, it's, that's what we're looking at in, in Matthew chapter 15. It says this, When Pharisees and scribes, the religious people, came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? 
but they do not wash their hands when they eat. Well, let me stop there. I would hope that we all would wash our hands before we eat. But here it had a, a be- even a more meaning to them because everything to them was outward. They were looking at, you know what, I'm going to wash my hands because that's the outward part. It goes on and said, he answered them and said, why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? And we're going to look at this a little deeper even in our smokes night. But the question for me is this, who is the standard? Is God the standard or is man the standard? Are we here to please man or to please God? You see, that's what religion is all about. Religion is, I'm going to try to earn my way to God and I'm going to try to even please those around me. You think about it for a second. Why do we do what we do? Why do we do the things that we do most of the time? Because we want to what? Impress someone, right? We want to please people. We want to please our friends. We want to please people in the church. We want to do so many things. We just want to please man. But here it is. You're just saying, look, why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? He goes on and says this in verse 4, because he, he wants them to understand, look, this is what you're doing. For God commanded, honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father and mother must surely die. But you say, you twisted the words and said, if anyone tells his father or his mother that you would have gained from me, is given to God. You see, that's what we do so many times. We twist the words of God for ourselves. You know, I've had so many different um, funny stories about someone trying to tell me something religious. Especially, you know, being a youth pastor, um, doing different things. I remember one time before we, um, I, was, I was doing a baptism service. And this person came to me. I had an orange shirt, button-up shirt on, and um, I think some dark pants, black pants. This person came to me and said, um, don't you know that when you baptize someone, you're supposed to wear a white shirt, black pants? I was like, um, no, I, I didn't know. Um, could you tell me in Scripture where that is found? He's like, what you mean? You know, that's just something you're supposed to do. You're supposed to just do this thing because that's how it's always been done. That's what we're supposed to do. And I was like, you know, I think too many times that's what me and you do. We are so much trying to please people that we end up not pleasing God. Not saying that what I had on wasn't pleasing God or what or God. But the point I'm trying to make is this, is that so many times in our lives, we rather please those around us than to please God. Think about it for a second in, in, in your school. When it's time to, you know, lunchtime. Lunchtime is a, and break time is such a, a time where we get in so much trouble in school. When I was in school, that's when I got in the most trouble. Lunchtime, break time, and after school. Because you know what? We want to follow our friends. We want to do our friends. We want to be cool. We want to be the cool person. You know, and for us in this room, I would, if I had to say, let's take a survey and say, who's a Christian in this room? I'm sure I'd have hands going up all over the room. But the question for me and you is this. If God or Jesus was standing right next to us, walking alongside of us, would he be happy? 
Would he be happy with us every day? And I could be honest with you, he wouldn't be happy with me all the time. Does that give me an excuse to live life however I want? No. But I have to recognize that, look, Jesus, God, initiated this relationship with me. He wants me to be a part of his family. Just like how you, someone can look at you and say, so-and-so is your mommy. So-and-so is your daddy. Just by the way you look. Just by the way you act. The question is, are they saying that you look like Jesus as a believer? Or are they saying, wow, you call yourself a Christian? You know, I think too many times what happens in our lives, in our school, is that we give Jesus a bad name. Me and you are the reason why no one wants to come to know Christ. Because me and you say we have relationship, but the reality of it is we only have religion. In verse 6, it goes on and says this, He need not honor his father, so for the sake of your tradition you have made void the word of God. Here's the word we would never want to hear from Jesus, and this is what Jesus says to the Pharisees and scribes. You what? Hypocrites. Wow. Think of that for a second. If Jesus walked through that door tonight, what would he say? Youth. Ignition. Group of Calvary Bible Church. You hypocrites. Or would he say, I am pleased with you? And if he had to go individually to every person in this room, what would he say? Would he say, you hypocrite, you hypocrite, you hypocrite? Or would he say, good and faithful servant, good and faithful servant? You see, Jesus told the scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites. Well, did Isaiah prophesy you when he said, and I think that these, some of these words are such as Isaiah said, and I think too many times this is what happened in church today. This people, or these people, honor me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. You see, too many times we come in this room, we sing praises to God, even some of us raise our hands and do whatever we can, and we get all excited about worship, and we give God lip service, but our hearts are far from Him. We are religious. We do the religious things. We raise our hands. We do all these things about and think that God is happy. But you know what? God sees right through this external act. He sees the heart. It's scary. Have I ever given God lip service? Yes, I have. Am I proud to say that? No, I'm not. You see... God doesn't want lip service. He wants genuine worshipers. He wants people that will worship Him in spirit and in truth. He wants people to worship Him from their hearts. Because guess what? We could fool every person in this room. But when we stand before God, and we say, well, God, and we know this is the most scariest verse I've ever heard in Scripture in Matthew chapter 7. And I'm going to paraphrase, I'm going to say whatever, I'm going to just put in things. Well, God, I sang in living stones. Well, God, I was in rekindle. Well, God, I did junior church. Well, God, I did taught Sunday school. Well, God, I did all these things in church. And then Jesus looks and says, Depart from me. I never knew you. 
scary. Isn't it? Isn't that scary? That people, even as the Bible put it, they'll say, I healed people. I did all these things. I prophesied. I did all these things in your name. But guess what? I never knew you. You see, God doesn't want us just to give Him lip service tonight. He wants us to generally worship Him from our hearts. And even verse 9 says, In vain do they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. You see, that's what happens so many times in church. We throw out things and say, This is what a relationship with Jesus Christ is. You must do these things. You must wear the proper clothes. You must um, come to church whenever the church is open. And they all are good things. But yet, you know what? God isn't concerned about that. God is concerned about what? The heart. That's what He's concerned about. He isn't concerned about us just coming and doing this every week. He's concerned about what happens after this. What happens when we leave this, this door? What happens on Monday morning when we're at school? You see, that's when it really counts. Because it's easy to come here and worship God. Because that's what we're here to do. You see, worship isn't just this Sunday thing or Friday thing. It's a 24-7 thing. So again, I ask you, do you have religion? Are you trying to do all that you can to reach God? Or do you have a relationship where God has genuinely initiated that relationship with you? You see, tonight, I challenge you. If you've never accepted Christ, if you're not sure if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, let me just say this. I don't like to scare nobody into a relationship with Jesus Christ. Because let me tell you something. I don't believe in scaring that. Because guess what? I, I think if I had to ask you in this room, you know, who, who wants to go to hell? I'm sure no one raised their hand and say, I want to go. It's not about heaven or hell. It's about being separated from God forever. That's what it's about. And I challenge you tonight, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, or if you're struggling in your relationship with Jesus Christ, talk to one of the leaders. That is what we are here for. We don't want to see just fans. We want to see genuine followers. So how do we apply this tonight? The three simple questions. What is your standard? Is it man or is it God? Who is the standard? Is it man or God? Secondly, do you have relationship with Jesus Christ or are you just religious? Are you just religious? Are you just doing the things to get by and make your parents happy? You know, yes, you know, my parents, I have them fooled. Yes, you know, Nicholas, I have you fooled. Guess what? You could have me fool all you want. You could have any youth leader fool. But God, you ain't gonna fool him. Thirdly, are you a fan or are you a follower of Christ? You see, it's no in-between. You either have a relationship with Jesus Christ or you don't. So I challenge you tonight, if you don't, talk to me. Talk to one of the other youth leaders. 
because that's why we do this. Yes, I enjoy coming to youth group. I love, I love youth ministry. But the joy is to see young people come to know Christ. That's what it's about. So I challenge you tonight. You know, like I said, I ain't escaping this story. What's the point? Because you know what? You either know him or you don't. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for all you've done. Father, we just pray that you continue to be on our time tonight, that you just allow your spirit to work in our hearts and our lives. Father, I pray for these young people tonight, if there's one here that doesn't know you, that they would come to talk to one of the leaders afterwards, and Father, that you would just convict them of their need for you. Father, I know that I can't do anything. I know no youth leader can do anything in here, but it's only because of you. Father, I just pray that you continue just to be on in our time tonight as we go into small groups, that you would just get all the honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen.